Okay, okay. Hello, folks. It is Eliza, here with your very first podcast episode. Segment doesn't exactly have a name quite yet, as it was a very half-assed idea. But basically, the gist of it is that I will be reading fanfiction out loud and reacting to it live, which is, you know, chaotic. So if any of you have a fic that you want me to read, uh, especially if it's your own, please feel free to DM me or shoot me an ask and send me a link. Be noted that if this is someone else's fic that you're sending me, I do need author permission to do this because I don't want to offend anybody by just reading their story without their permission and possibly saying mean things about it, though I will try to be nice if I don't know you personally. Um, But anyways, we're starting this out with chapter one of a Doctor Who OC fanfiction that I wrote when I was like 12. (laughs) And I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't looked at this fic in years. I feel like I'm going to regret this immensely. And you might get a ton of like secondhand embarrassment from this because I'm just going to be suffering miserably. Um, anyways, yeah, here goes. Chapter one. The blonde side slipping on her silk gloves as she stepped over the body. What a start, am I right? Dear God. All of this was rather distasteful and it would ruin her dress. It wasn't her fault, though. Ladies never started fights. Hmm. Okay. Okay. She had just happened to find two thieves breaking into her hotel room, and they had just happened to kill each other in the fight over her jewel. Okay, I gotta be honest with you. I like where this is going. I like it a lot. It wasn't a lie, really. It only left out the part where she had lured the two of them there, enemies of both herself and each other. It was pure luck that they ended up dying. Of course, she may have had a hand in that, too. But she'd never tell. I have no idea who this blonde is, but I love her so much already. So much already. Way to write an iconic female character, little me. You go, little me. She walked out of the room, smiling pleasantly at the concierge as she exited the hotel. Most people would just scream for the police, but she found calling them was ever so much more efficient. Okay, but wouldn't that, like, raise some suspicion, though? Like, if you're pretending to be this proper lady, and instead of freaking out, you just call the police when two guys kill each other, kill each other, quote, quote, in your hotel room. Like, I feel like that would be a little bit sus. She strode onto the sidewalk, her eyes tirelessly sweeping the street for the police box. Yes, police box. This was London in the 1930s, of course, and deep blue police call boxes were the normal. Yeah, I see, I see where this is going. Yeah, this is, I feel like this is a cliche and overused little plot device here, but you know what? I was 12, give me a break. So when she strode over to the box and noticed that one, the door was already open a crack, and two, the police box was rather different from the others she had seen, she being from America. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. 
I really be out here like us Americans are nosy bitches, <laughs> Good for me. Good for me, honestly. She, being from America, couldn't help but to investigate. She reached out tentatively, pushing the door further open. She looked around suspiciously. That's just bad writing. It's bad writing. <laughs> Ensuring that nobody on the street was watching her and slipped inside the strange box, hearing the door click close behind her. Without knowing it, she had just changed the course of the universe as well as that of her life. <sighs> I don't... <laughs> I don't even have the words for how much I hate that last sentence. I don't, mm, God, dear God, I know you are not listening to this to hear me go on like a 15 minute rant about sentence structure and like the overuse of that kind of sentence and drama and shit like that, but dear God, am I tempted. A sense of overwhelming awe washed over her as she took in the immensity of the room before her, her breath catching in her throat as she studied the console. Okay, I feel like I could have put in, like, a little bit more- I could have made it a little bit more blatant that this was, like, the TARDIS. I mean, I guess since it was Doctor Who fanfic, you'd assume that everyone reading it knew. But, like, dude, it's just basic build-up, you know? Was this- it couldn't be. The pawn's doctor was pure fantasy, a coping mechanism for some trauma. Okay, but how did she know the pawns? <laughs> God. How did she know the pawns? Is there, like, I feel like there has to be a chapter before this, or, like, a prologue? But given that we don't even know the main character, I don't know what I was doing. I don't, God. Mmm. This is painful to read. <laughs> how does she know the pawns? <laughs> But, for the first time, she found herself quite unsure of that fact. Well, she had thought it was a fact. Perhaps not, it seemed. It would have almost been possible for her to leave the box and forget the entire incident if it weren't for the clang of a metal rod hitting the floor somewhere above her. But you... How? A voice spluttered, her eyes snapping over to see a man in a brown suit with a, to be quite frank, absolutely ridiculous bow tie. Okay, so like... <laughs> the 11th Doctor says like, one sentence and I immediately roast him. I love that for me. I feel like I could have put in like two more paragraphs about just how stupid the Doctor looked. I should have done that. I should have done that. That seems like something this blonde would be thinking frequently. Like, serious. <laughs> hmm. He raced down the stairs, pulling out a strange, thin metal tube and waving it up and down the length of her body as the tip glowed blue and emitted an odd whirring sound. Is that- is that a screwdriver? Is that a screwdriver? Or like another just fucking alien probe? gonna get probed by some alien- it has to be the screwdriver, right? Like it's- yeah, yeah, okay. God, I sure hope that that's the screwdriver. <laughs> Never once before in my life wanted an object to be a sonic screwdriver, but I do now. 
The doctor isn't real. The TARDIS isn't real. They're just tricking you, she mentally chanted, futilely attempting to restore her disbelief in her friend's tales. Okay, but who is just tricking her? Is it the pawns who we still don't know how she knows? Is it some random enemy? One of the two guys she maybe murdered, maybe convinced to murder someone else? Okay. Okay, whatever. Mm. Plot holes like it's Avengers Endgame, am I right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I think I'm so funny sometimes. But any remaining chance of forgetting was destroyed when the strange man said, How do you get in my TARDIS? Okay, so we, we've established that it's the TARDIS, finally, a little bit. Oh, no, we did, we established that earlier. Okay, that's not... I still don't like the build-up to that. I don't like it. Not one bit. You left the door open. <laughs> she replied smoothly, collecting her thoughts. You can't blame me for being curious now, can you? Yes, I can, mystery blonde. Yes, I can. The TARDIS doors aren't just left open. I did not... But when he glanced over at the entrance to the strange box, just call it the TARDIS, we know it's the TARDIS, he realized that the doors had indeed been left open. Oh. <laughs> Me fucking too, Eleven. That's my reaction. That was my reaction to finding this fic again. Actually, it was just, oh. It's just more of an oh of dread, methinks. <clears throat> she smirked. God, dear God, mm, hate that sentence too. Hate it, hate it. Yes, oh, she said. Now, would you mind telling me why the hell you're here? Hey, he shot back, you're the one who broke into my ship. I should be asking the questions. Valid point on his part, incredibly valid point. She rolled her eyes saying, doctor, I don't see an impending alien invasion. So why are you here? Okay, so she went from, like, really just trying to not believe this to, like, full-out acceptance interrogating the strange alien dude in, like, a paragraph. <laughs> what? If you're gonna write this from third-person limited, you gotta take the time to get into her thoughts, you know? Pull out the, the disbelief and the angst. I was 12, I guess, but, like, come on, man! Come on. I have come so far. Okay, and like not to dive off topic here, but like I love that I called them the pawns. Like I don't even remember if that's canon because I have not watched the show in like years, but I love that it was the pawns and not the Williamses. I was like, okay, yeah, feminism, I guess. Anyways, let's see. The doctor stopped in his tracks. How do you know who I am? She chuckled slightly, uh, she chuckled slightly, dear lord, no, no, stop it, stop it, I don't like that, no, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> ah, I, I was 12, I was 12, I was 12, <laughs> have to remind myself of that. You come to Earth so often, she said. Do you, did you really think that no one would notice, Time Lord? She's making herself, hmm. Did she find out about this from the pawns? Or is she like a, a doctor researcher? Is this what this is? Is this what the build up is to? 
Why, why are we almost done with the first chapter, but we still don't know the main character's name? That's not good. Why is it like that? I don't like that. You can only do that kind of thing with, like, prologues, you know? Bad writing. Bad. <laughs> Even though he was aware that this was serious, the doctor couldn't help but say, Oh, you're good at this. That's big, like, Eleven reacting to River at any time ever. Pausing momentarily, he added, Let's make a deal. You tell me about yourself, name included, and I'll tell you why I'm here. The blonde smirked. Oh, God, again, again. Why is she smirking? She's like that one picture of the, the cat with the knives pointed at it. Yeah, that's this mystery blonde, I guess. Gladly. I feel like the 11th Doctor is really out of character. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't, mm -mm. I know I've said that like 50 times already, but it's true, and I'm regretting every second of this. My name is Alara, she said. Alara Sorrows. What the hell kind of name is that? What the fuck? Okay, that sounds like it came out of a high fucking fantasy novel. No, not that. But like the Skullduggery Pleasant series. Is that what this is? Is that what this is? Okay, 12-year-old me. I see, I see what you're about. I see what this is. What the fuck? Alara Sorrows. I mean, to be honest, I have not gotten any better at naming characters, but at least they sound more... <laughs> More vaguely, like, realistic Alara Sorrows, my ass. Okay. <laughs> the doctor frowned, trying to shake the feeling of recognizing her name, but let Alara continue. I mean, I'm glad that we finally know her name. At least there's that. I'm not anyone particularly important. Bullfucking shit. I call bullshit on that, blondie. Bullshit. I earned a fair amount of money selling my services in New York What does that mean? What does that mean? What kind of services? What does that mean? Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm just gonna have a mild crisis over this. I was 12! I... Please, please, please tell me that she was just like a murderer. Please, come on. I would rather that she be a hitman for hire than to let it be what my brain immediately jumped to. Which to be honest might just be might just be because I'm like a piece of shit. But like honestly, come on, twelve year old me, come on. Oh god. Oh god. Okay. <clears throat> I earned a fair amount of money selling my services in New York City. What does that mean? And occasionally dealt with gangs in Chicago. I'm hoping she's a hitman. God, I hope she is a hitman. Please. Please let her be a hitman. I didn't help them, of course. Simply defended a neighborhood or two. What does What? What? So you're telling me that this mystery blonde lady with an incredibly OC of a 12-year-old name took on Chicago gangs, possibly single-handedly, might have been a prostitute, might have been a hitman. Is that what I'm getting from this chapter so far? Dear God. Oh, God. Dear God. Okay. Okay. And then I decided to take a trip to London. I feel like there's more behind that. Two men broke into my hotel room and killed each other. She is way too chill about this. She's way too chill about everything. This woman is just unflappable. 
Okay. So, I came to this box to phone the police. And then you noticed that the door was open and stuck your head inside because you're an American. <laughs> now, explain yourself. He shifted a little bit, not sure how much he wanted to tell this strange woman. Okay, but why did you just... I don't like this. What? Jumping to his perspective at times, but not always. You gotta stick with third person limited. If you're gonna do third person limited, you have to stick with it. You can't just switch to fucking omniscient halfway through. It's basic writing. Basic writing. I'm, uh, looking for someone. Suspicious much, doctor. Suspicious much. Alara... Alara? Alara? What have I been saying? Alara? Alara? I'm gonna go with Alara, Alara, Sorrows, Jesus. Alara crossed her arms, glaring at the doctor. Details, doctor, she snapped. <laughs> oh my god. Details, is London on the brink of an alien invasion of some kind? Okay, that's also a valid question. That's, that's a very valid question. The doctor rubbed the back of his neck, glancing sheepishly at the floor. Well, I'll stop it, but yes, he said. And that's how the fucking chapter ends. <laughs> I just ended the chapter on the doctor saying that there is an alien invasion, and then I never touched that fic again. Ever again. It has been years. I want to know what happened. Please, 12-year-old me, come back with your shitty writing style and tell me what the fuck is going on. Jesus Christ. Okay. God, that was a fucking trip. Holy shit. God. Okay. <sighs> I don't even know what to say. Um, I guess as an overall ranking, since that was written by a 12-year-old and I hated every fucking minute of it, <laughs> I'll give it like a solid 6 out of 10. Feel free to tell me <laughs> what ranking you would have given it. Uh, and I guess that wraps up Eliza's Fic Reading Adventures episode one. Next time, I'll be hitting you up with one of Lovely Ironies, aka Jess's, amazing fix, and it's probably just going to be like ten minutes of me crying because she is too good. She is too good. Signing off for now. See you later.